Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Dr. Tyler Woods and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing. Now today I've got an interesting show because I think we need to talk about a very big topic and that is should people in recovery from alcohol and drugs use medical marijuana? Now that's a toughie. However, if you ask somebody in the medical profession, they're going to tell you, of course, why not? See, there's no arguing that marijuana has medical properties and can be very effective for treating a number of conditions. And when I say a number of conditions, I mean a lot. Marijuana has clinically been proven, and I need you to hear that, clinically proven to relieve pain, lessen symptoms of a numerous amount of disorders such as muscular disorders, maybe fibromyalgia, digestive disorders, depression, anxiety, insomnia, PTSD, people living with chronic pain, people on um, radiation and chemo, and people with seizure disorders, and a host of other medical issues. Medical marijuana can give them a sense of relief and the ability to lead a more normal, active life. And that's key. So the question then is, should people in recovery um, use medical marijuana? Now, I've been in recovery going on 29 years almost. So I'm 28 and 3 quarters uh, years uh, sober from drugs and alcohol. I never had a problem with marijuana, not that much. Um, Definitely alcohol and cocaine was my choice of drugs and, you know, opioids. So here's the thing. We have to remember one thing. If we tell people in AA or in any recovering uh, program that it's a threat to their recovery, If we say yes to that, if we say yes, it threatens your sobriety, then let's get ready to say diazepam, lorazepam, Ativan, Xanax, um, clonazepam, clonopin, as well as a dozen other benzoids, as well as opioids like tramadol, hydrocodone, codeine, oxycodone, Demerol, Percocet, Um, diluted, morphine, uh, plus a load of other opioids that they've broken their sobriety to. Let's face it, there's a lot of talk in the recovering community about medical marijuana, also known as cannabinoid treatment. And it states that it could break their sobriety. Well, so do opioids and so do benzoids. So I have to say as a society, We need to start calling out all drug users in recovery and not just those using the safer option of medical marijuana. One thing cannabis has over the dangerous benzoids and opioids is that cannabis produces a variety of compounds known as cannabinoids. 
Now, many which have not been detected in other plants. How many exactly? It's not important. But like I said, I'm 28 and a half years sober. Here's the bottom line. The point of me getting sober was to make my life better. Some people will smoke cigarettes, eat tons of sugars, drink coffee, take loads of pain medication, sleep in aids, um, benzoids that'll keep them calm. And they can't go around taking that and say you can't use medical marijuana. So here's the bottom line. Choose your addiction. Whether it's pain pills, sleeping pills, tranquilizers, um, which all three of those are horribly addicting. And now there's treatment programs to get off of it. I don't think there's a treatment program quite yet for getting off of medical marijuana. In fact, you know, a lot of recovery centers are using medical marijuana to get people off of opioids. So I think that says a lot. But when push comes to shove, I'm gonna say, choose you what you want to take as long as it's prescribed. So for people in recovery, here's the big difference. It's, it's sort of like this, want versus needs. For a person in a normal healthy state, there really is no need to take a mind-altering substance. Not cannabinoids, not opioids, not benzoids. That is considered a want if you just want to take it just to get high. However, for people in recovery who have health issues or overcoming surgery or threatening diseases, um, then cannabis becomes a need, not a want, but a need. Now, medical marijuana has helped people deal with chronic pain, so they use the drug for a therapeutic purpose. And research shows that cannabis has medical benefits. It may help treat mental illness. Um, and as I had said earlier, some um, mental health clinics and addiction centers are actually using it to get people off of opioids. Marijuana includes uh, a variety of different cannabinoids or cannabinols, and that is potentially helpful in treating pain and controlling things like epileptic seizures. You know, when compared with recreational marijuana, medical cannabis has higher levels of CBD and lower levels of THC. I wanna repeat that. The difference between recreational marijuana, like going to your local pot dealer, or going to a dispensary and getting real medical marijuana is medical marijuana has higher levels of CBD and less lower levels of THC. Now, that's the ingredients that produces the euphoric side effects. So I can't say go to your local drug dealer and buy a quarter ounce of pot for your pain because it's not gonna work, you're just gonna get stoned. But if you go to your doctor and tell him what's going on and get medical marijuana, which is much different than your local pot dealer, you're not sacrificing at all your sobriety. When should marijuana be counted against your sobriety? When it is used for the purpose other than medical. Look, I know people who have their medical card 
and sit out the front door and just smoke pot all day long in their front yard. I see it. I've been exposed to it. It's ridiculous. That is not for medical purposes. They're just using it to hide their addiction. They can go see a chiropractor. They can stub their toe. They can go. I mean, I knew somebody who went to a podiatrist and said that they pulled a muscle in their toe and the podiatrist gave them permission to get medical marijuana. You know, now it's years later. They're still getting their medical marijuana. <laughs> their toes healed, but they're still using it. We have to be careful of people like this because they're going to ruin it for people who really do need it. Now, in the same breath, I want you to know that there are people out there that stub their toe, take tramadol, and end up taking tramadol for years. So here's what you have to remember. If the doctor orders you to smoke marijuana or eat some edibles to take away the pain or for any other health issue, I feel that's between you and your doctor and not some 12-step community. AA can definitely use an update when it comes time to look at some of the things that are happening in our medical community. Either way you look at it, embracing the potential of cannabis to treat a host of health issues seems to be the most logical and the most humane thing to do. But with that said, don't plan on seeing any updating in AA. The choice must be between you and your care team, such as a doctor, a counselor, a psychiatrist, whoever is on your medical team. I would keep it out of the hands of your 12-step or AA or other sobriety outlets because then it becomes based on personal opinion and not medical opinion. Someone once said, well, let me ask my sponsor. And I say, no, your sponsor, unless they are an MD, a psychiatrist, or a PhD, your sponsor doesn't get to make that decision for you because I know some sponsors. Some say yes, some say no. Go with a medical team. I know many people in recovery who are hooked on opioids and their AA or their 12-step program doesn't seem to be too concerned about that. So use your own medical team for proper judgment and your own personal integrity. Are you doing medical marijuana to get high or are you doing it to treat yourself medically? Use your integrity. Um, if you're in sobriety, I always ask someone to talk, take their own uh, moral inventory and make a choice that's right for you. It is not breaking your sobriety if you have a doctor's order. It's healing your body medically. It is medicine. So with that said, know this, that medical marijuana They've done the research. They've studied it. Uh, people are choosing it based on education, not ignorance. I remember um, about a year and a half ago, I had no surgery. They had to break my nose and then go into my sinuses to remove a massive tumor. Uh, they sent me home with Percocet. Mm, I took one and became so nauseous. And there's nothing like throwing up with stitches in your nose and a broken nose. I then took a 15 milligram gummy bear and I was amazed at how quickly the pain reduced, how calm my stomach was. And maybe uh, several hours later, 
I took a half a dose and I was able to finally get some rest. And so I kept on low doses of um, edibles and I only used one Percocet the entire time. I told my doctor that and he was surprised and amazed and said, good for you. So for you, you have to make that choice. Just use a medical team. I never feel like my sobriety is at stake. I have no desire to drink, but I do have the desire to live out of pain. So I want you to consider the choices. Don't go on the guilt that some 12-step programs may put you through. Know that modern medical marijuana has come a long way. So for now, this is Tyler Wood saying, walk in peace.